Welcome to the Activating Consciousness podcast platform. This platform is an amalgamation of a number of platforms from HexoChange, including Activating Consciousness, the Right Here, Right Now live show, the Inside Out show, and also the repurposing of a number of blogs, vlogs, poems, and other forms of media that all combine together are here to offer you the opportunity to raise the level of consciousness in yourself, in those around you, and in society at large. We believe at HexoChange that we are on the cusp of an exponential shift in human consciousness, unleashing the potential that we have never imagined possible. We hope to go on that journey with you together, and feel free to subscribe at hexochangenow.com. One word for regular updates. See you around. Hi there, welcome to the Right Here, Right Now live show. This show has one simple question. What's on your heart and mind right here, right now in this moment? We explore the depths and breadths of our humanity through that one simple question over the course of 30 to 45 minutes. I hope that you'll join us. I hope you'll enjoy the exploration. And this tune was created for me personally by the incredible Peter Griffiths, one half of the amazing Mind Takeaway. Do let us know what you think. Let us know what you take away. And of course, we always welcome challenges too. Hope to see you on the exploration. Oh, how exciting. Good afternoon, morning, evening, whoever's joining us. And look who we've got, Helen Amory. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good, thank you. Nice to see you, Gary. Loving your intro. Oh, thank you. Did you find yourself bouncing around a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for joining me. Um, like for anyone that's watching us live or watching this back, like this human being, is you're probably the person that, well, you were. You were one of my first triggers into the work, this new world of what was personal development and being more human and learning and development. And like six years now, Helen, I think we've known each other. It must be about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's mad. I love you staring that because it's um, yeah, it's one of those things that probably when we first connected. In fact, and I'm sure I've told the story before in another podcast, but when we first connected, I remember it was on LinkedIn in a group on LinkedIn, and it was what led to us first working together in your organisation. And I remember a colleague being really astounded that I'd actually managed to get some work through a LinkedIn group. They were like, "What? That's a thing! Like nobody ever gets business through LinkedIn groups." <laughs> But I remember so um, I remember your just uh, your enthusiasm, your openness and your actually just like get on with it. Like there was there was no um, my experience of others was like there was always this like slight tentative. Oh, do I want to engage in a conversation? Because what if you start trying to sell to me kind of thing? Yeah. And I remember there being just like a different energy with you of just like, no, let's just have a conversation and see what there is. And yeah, loads of um, freedom and possibilities back then as well. Oh, I love love that. Well, look, before you give a bit more of an intro, um, just want to say hi to uh, one of your big supporters. Love this guy, hi. Frank, has joined us. Hi, Frank. Hey, Frank. Thanks for being here. Yeah, lovely of you to join us, Frank. So do let those that are joining us now or those that may watch this back, Helen, just a little bit more about you and what you're up to at the moment before I ask you that, that key question of the day. Big question. 
Um, yeah, so my work, what is my work? Essentially, my work is to help people come out of the suffering of being a human being. So um, I, for three, over, th yeah, about four years ago, I was kind of, I wouldn't have described it as suffering, actually. It, it probably sounds like a really big word that it probably just, to me at the time, it just felt like this is a bit rubbish. Um, some things weren't going so well and um, my work didn't seem to be as effective, it hadn't been as effective for me as I thought it should have been by then. And I was seeing for some clients it wasn't being as effective. And that was the beginning of this whole exploration into, well, there must be something else then. And the thing that I realized is that suffering has been alleviated. And as I say, so I wouldn't have thought at the time that was what was the problem. I wouldn't have said, oh, I'm suffering. I'd just have said life's a bit rubbish. So, um, and actually only in some parts too, but that's that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm, I'm helping people, if their life feels a bit rubbish, if it feels like um, it's not where they think it could be, should be, how they want it to be, then we're looking directly into where that joy and happiness is and that freedom is that we're all we've all been looking for all our lives um certainly in our adult lives anyway and so we're looking at where it is really rather than um trying to find it in the world essentially okay way, way too many directions for us to go helen but let's come to the question <laughs> thanks for the introduction that's really cool so let us know what is on your heart and mind right here right now in this moment i'm really intrigued the thing um that's really on my mind is the word integration um it's come up <laughs> four times five times in the last like three or four days um yeah and it's um so it's feeling yeah it's feeling very relevant top of mind right now Hmm. And what, what I'm really curious, what, what is intriguing or what is emerging for you with regard to that word integration? So it feels like, um, in fact, actually, sorry, I just realized another connection. Um, did you see my post last week called Be More Madonna? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it fits with that as well. So it feels like at the moment, there's another phase of integration happening for me um, around, so, so you know that we both came into this exploration through something called the three principles. And that then led me into another exploration of what gets called non-duality. And I've kind of spent the last three years, three plus years now going up and down, up and down. <laughs> That's that imagined spectrum. Um, in my own, exploration my own inquiry as well obviously working with clients as well and yeah in the last week or so there just feels like there's been a bit of a another click moment of realizing the wholeness of all of this that we experience as a human and how everything everything is available within that so I went through a stage where it was like oh oh the three principles that's the new magic like that's the magic bullet which is solving everything and it really did feel like that at the time and then I, and then I met a friend 
she wasn't a friend at the time, we, we met um, for coffee because I discovered she was in the same kind of work, lives five minutes away. Cool, we had a coffee. And we were talking and she went, oh, but it sounds like you've been doing work which is more like into non-duality than pure three principles. So I'm like, oh my goodness, you're kidding. There's something else. It's not just three principles. I thought that was the thing. And now you're telling me there's another thing. And <laughs> so all this exploration has been, and, and, you know, we've along these few years we've looked at science we've looked at spiritual stuff and and that's what comes more obvious all of it pointing to the same fundamental truths all of it doing it in slightly different ways and and although I've kind of known that there does just seem to have been another I've a friend of ours do you know Malcolm um Oh my goodness, his name's gone out of my head. Anyway, Malcolm talks about the clunk click, like when something really clicks in your system, mm-hmm. or like we talked about a light bulb moment, it feels like it's been another of those of like, oh no, really? Like there's really this whole thing is one thing and within it, we can play with whatever we like, whether it's normal psychology, whether it's three principles, whether it's non-duality, whether it's selling chemicals, you know, it, the whole thing's available. Isn't there something beautifully playful in that? I just I love this, Frank. The mind loves a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. And isn't it funny because I just see this everywhere, Helen. It so resonates with me is that even very innocently, the three principles as a thing becomes the thing. Mm. And if we if we don't, if we're not, if we don't <laughs> very innocent to attach to that thing. Mm. <laughs> and then it becomes another label, right? And takes you yeah, away yeah, from yeah. the real thing, which is everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to find, there was a quote this morning uh, from Rupert Spira on um, lovely Instagram. Do you love a bit of Insta? <laughs> and um, it, it had me stumped for a second and I, I checked it out with some of the people in there. So any movement of mind towards its source is a movement away from its source. Because any attempt to go somewhere, anywhere, is instantly into the mind. It's instantly into an idea, a thing, a concept, and away from what it essentially is. I love I love, I love this. So tell us a bit more about this integration piece. So I'm interested. It's popping up a lot for you at the moment. What's going on, or what, what what do you feel is emerging for you through this integration? And I appreciate you can't necessarily know, but I'm just wondering what mm. what is integrating for you? So I think um, it goes back to what I said about that Be More Madonna post. It's like um, every time something new is being integrated, it's like something else. It's not so much let go of. Um, in fact, if I use the phrase transcend and integrate, it's like there's a there's another level being seen of something. And what's gone before is being integrated. It doesn't have to be thrown away. So we often think of like, oh my goodness, I don't want to lose. If I think I'm an accountant, I could never consider changing my career because what would happen then? You know, who would I be then if I wasn't an accountant or any other label we put on ourselves? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like the, yeah, it feels like there's that, process of change happening where something is going to going to be let go of I was about to say need to be let go of but there's no needs in this something's going to be let go of but and what I've seen consistently is when that happens it opens up a greater space it's not like 
we don't lose anything. It's just that it will become it will come into a fuller a fuller understanding, a fuller um, yeah, more complete, more holistic. It's like my whole head is just reacting to you, like literally back and neck, whole of my head, because what my, my version of what you just shared, which I'm going through, very similar thing, which I think has been you and I the last few years. <laughs> Parallel tracks. It, it's bizarre. But I've definitely had this, um, the thing I'm writing about a lot the last week or so is nothing has changed. So I'm with the same wife. I live in the same house. I've been in the same job for 12 years. So the outside world looking at Gary Mm. Nothing has changed. Mm. Inside, everything has changed like exponentially, like 20x. And I think that that yeah. paradox is one that I think when it's certainly not one that we point to enough, as in like it's good, it's good to hold that and be aware of that paradox. It needs to be that or that. Mm. And I think for me, what you're speaking to is the beauty of like it's all of that mm. and some and some. Mm. Yeah, everything we're not even aware of. Yeah. And so I'm guessing if so even though your job is the same as 12 years ago, I'm imagining it looks and feels very different from how it did. Oh, 100%, 100%. It's and, and from the point of view that the very job I'm in which you helped me with trying to bring that first coaching cohort mm. in 6 years ago for all the right reasons. That was very much a how do we try and fix these people to be more human? Mm. In my in my being, my my mm. intention was how do we try and give these people an experience to be more human? Yeah. Me projecting onto that scenario. Whereas now I'm like, actually, by me embodying being more vulnerable, trying to connect the dots systemically, you know, weaving all these different things I've learned together and saying, hey, maybe someone might find the energy attracting to want to discuss this. That's mm. where I'm at now, rather than me trying mm. to force what I think good looks like onto other human beings. Mm. But in the same job, in the same environment, literally change being that inside job that I speak about, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. even more deeply than I realized, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world. But like literally, like, you know, that phrase, it seems so like grandiose, doesn't it? But it's so true. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's that difference between what I hear and what you're saying. It's the difference between, oh, I've got to, like, make myself be different in order to change that world out there. Whereas what I hear you saying is that change has happened because of this exploration you've been in as well. And then inherently the world just changes. It's not like it was never done with the intention of, well, I'd better go on this exploration in order to change that world, it's done from just a genuine curiosity about this body-mind system we've got here. And then, oh my goodness, look, the world changes in response to that. Who knew? It, 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 it's so beautiful. I've just got to say hello. Oh, we've got a, another a wonderful human with us. Hello, Heather. Oh, hey, Heather. Love to see that. And Frank's also shared, love that, Helen. Everything's available in the infinite possibilities that we are. And like, for anyone watching this, and I really hope if you're watching this live or watching this back and you're not with zero judgment, if you're not used to speaking about stuff that isn't just facts and figures and numbers and metrics, please give yourself permission to just get curious around what Helen and I are exploring mm -hmm. here. There's no judgment in it. There's no right or wrong in it. It's literally just exploring because I, 
and I do that sometimes when I have these lives, Helen, not because we need to, but I'm just really conscious that the very people, again, we don't need to change anyone, but mm. those that even have a slight sliver of curiosity around reducing that suffering, whatever that is for them, mm. there's so much in what you're offering right now as a, mm. as a little gap in that window to go, oh, mm. what's, what's yeah. so I don't need to do the MBA. You mean I don't need to spend three years and 100,000 to feel better? <laughs> or, or get three rungs up the ladder to feel better are you, are you serious Helen yeah and you know what and then you can totally do all those things if you want to but it's it's that again it's that space you're coming from and I think um to that point in terms of people listening and potentially thinking what the hell are you guys on like it's very easy to um for this to sound like there's a kool-aid situation happening <laughs> and we've both drunk it <laughs> <laughs> um and you know what? If it is that, I don't care because I bloody love it. <laughs> tastes tastes great. But <laughs> it tastes really good. Um, but I think the thing, what you just said, even like the tiniest sliver. So I remember when when I first came to this, and you'd um, already gone on your um, immersion with peers, and I was considering working with him one to one. And I remember talking to you because although I was really drawn to this, there was something in me that was going, yeah, there's something really worth following here. My head was also going, what the hell is this, Helen? And it's a lot of money. Are you sure you want to spend this money on that? Like, is this guy not just the same old thing packaged in a different way? It's just another leadership model. It's just another emotional intelligence model. Um, and I remember you being so important in that process for me because you'd already gone there and jumped in. And I remember exactly where I was when we were having the conversation and you were encouraging me and, and not even encouraging me to go on it, just questioning my my mind, like questioning the stories that the mind was telling that were really covering over what my heart was wanting, what my inner knowing was was guiding me towards. Um, and yeah, of course, then I did actually do it. Thank God. Um, but yes, I, I remember that really clearly. And so, yeah, absolutely encourage people that even if there's the tiniest bit of like something in what we're talking about, it's so, so worth following that. Yeah. And I want to add something else in here, actually, if I may, Helen, for again, for those that may watch this back in particular, and it's lovely that we've got Heather and, and Frank with us, but just a reminder, what I took away by going on that first experience, because I think it's super relevant with our times. We're all remote. We're disconnected from our teams physically in these virtual environments. So I had a what I call a you know a burnout episode several years mm. ago. And what happened in that example is that I got so layered up. Okay, the language I now use is I layered up my thinking so much over six months, like you're not good enough, you're in the wrong place, you're being bullied again. All of these stories got more and more intense and wrapped up until I went bang, literally mm. disappeared to the coast for three days. But on day two of this retreat, um, something just popped. Again, there was no coaching no one was taking me mm. down a particular model i literally was just sitting there with freedom and the curiosity that i'd been educated the day before to experience and it just went pop and what went pop for me was oh that line manager didn't cause you to burn out which is what i believed mm. i thought the environment outside of me and what he said did it to me and mm. while none of that stuff should have happened totally unethical totally not right behavior at a human level in my judgment it was the layering up of the stories inside of me that went uh, da -da 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 bang. Mm. And that moment mm. just flipped everything for me. 
Mm. It's just like, and again, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody that has their own version of mental health or getting help, you know, get the help you need to, you need to get. But the realization that it wasn't the outside world that caused it, that is what shifted my whole experience four years ago. Like everything opened up that day, just went poof. Yeah. And and that and that makes me think, Gary, because I seem to remember at that time you did get in touch with um like the mental health support through your workplace, didn't you? Wasn't yes, there yes. like Yeah. It's just and was that before working with peers then? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. guess that's it's a great example where like we don't need again back to that thing, it's the whole thing. We don't need to take anything off the table here. We don't need to say, Oh, you never ever want to go and use one of those organizational support resources you know that for you at that time was the perfect solution to be there for you in that moment Mm -hmm. and and that's probably part of what I'm talking about is integration it's like there was a stage when I was like oh no no no, we don't need any of that stuff you know we can we can forget all of normal psychology and normal coaching and counseling everyone just needs to be doing this stuff and um and who knows maybe one day it it will be who knows but but yeah, it's really like the perfection of whatever we need right now shows up for us. Whatever information we need. So that boss even was perfect for that moment to create that experience to then lead to that realisation. It's like there are no mistakes. There is nothing going wrong. It's all just lining up as it needs to do with just what we need certainly just what's wanted in every moment just happening every single moment including all the stuff that's yeah as I say supposedly going wrong because all that's doing and same as it was in my experience four years ago all it was doing was trying to wake me up to like for you when you woke up from that it was trying to say no Helen stop stop trying to find the answers in psychology stop trying to think there's um yeah there's a a silver bullet in in there as it was at that time and and inviting look somewhere else look somewhere else it's always always what suffering is doing is saying look really look here it's what it's always inviting and that's what happened for you that yeah that shift into oh it was my thinking it was that all those layers of story that that actually caused the burnout uh, and is it lovely because like curiosity is a playful thing so like the more mm. we can stay in that space the more of that potentiality i think shows up i'd love if frank's still with us or or heather if you've got any questions or anything else you'd like to add as we're going please do chuck them in we've got helen for another 10 minutes or so um like totally pointless question but i love to ask it anyway because we're in this flow at the moment helen like what what could you imagine not what can no one's got any idea what's going to happen in 10 minutes but what could you imagine or what do you envision doing more of in 12 months time? Oh, blimey. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm not even going to answer, Gary. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've got to pass. You've got to pass. I love it. Yeah. It just feels like, yeah, no. <laughs> But hashtag best reaction ever. Instead of, instead of getting you to answer the pointless question, Heather shared, yeah, your reactions to everything out there has shifted. Absolutely, Heather. Absolutely. And Frank, seeing through how experience is created gives us enough clarity to see what makes sense to do in the moment without mm. ruling anything out as there are no rules. I just, I just mm. love that, Frank, mm. so much. 
because it is it's like with we have been brought up on this system of conditionality of like there is a right and a wrong mm. you know and, that, and it's maybe there is maybe there isn't in the moment but like that's all based on your thinking right yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day and and uh, yeah and that's a big thing so just to give my my post another plug next no tomorrow it's tuesday tomorrow isn't it tomorrow's blog post that's coming out in fact it's on the website already um is about speaking your truth because the call um for in my members community on friday is about speaking up authentically and i'd always struggled with that phrase speaking your truth because it was like but there is no truth here in this world of form it changes every single second based on that thinking in the moment based on the context in the moment based on whatever eyes i'm viewing it through in the moment so it always just didn't make sense to say speak your truth it's like well what are you speaking there because the minute you would say oh well i believe x y and z and therefore that's my truth it's like now you've made something fluid into something supposedly fixed and solid and that's going to be, be the beginning of suffering because now i've got to defend my truth against your truth and mm -hmm. this is what i believe and it's against what you believe so immediately you set out up separation and, and suffering fundamentally and um yeah so tomorrow in the, in the post and, and more of what we'll be talking about on friday is that absolutely in the moment right now these words coming out of my mouth are the little t truth in every single second that we are speaking based on the processing of that in that moment based on what's available and it, absolutely then there's no right and wrong how could we ever say right and wrong it's just this is what's true right now for me and you'll have yours and then we go oh perhaps back to that integration word then where's their integration where is their coalescence where is their a coming together Coalescence, I love. I love that yeah, word. Words. I don't usually use that oh. word. I don't know where that came from. Hashtag coalescence. <laughs> so I did a podcast um, with Donna Jones and Stelio a while back. Oh, yeah. um, it's a couple after the one you kindly did, actually, on activating consciousness. And the episode that we called that was transcontextual coalescence. Oh, wow, that's a big word. It's like, but you, it is that. I love that because that, 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 that coalescence yeah. piece is, it's the mixing, right? It, mm. and I'd, I'd almost call it what's coming up for me as I explore with you, Helen. It's it's a reintegration. So we've mm. always been integrated, mm. but it's like you reminded me of the word that remembering. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. actually a remembering that we're already integrated. Yeah. It's like a re-piecing together of what we already are in a more conscious way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, it's really really yeah. curious. Yeah, it's the blinkers falling away, isn't it? The um, the imagined limits falling away to reveal what was already here. Yeah. Oh, question, Helen. Mm. Heather, love it. Do you think gratitude plays a big part in us seeing past the outside jobs taking hold? So I see gratitude as what we are. We we are by nature. There's a word that came up the other day, actually, gratitudinous. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so this is my personal experience, and I guess it's really important for anybody listening and for anybody in this in this work is to always check what's their own experience because that's all we've got. There's no point trying to um, take on somebody else's ideas because then it's a belief and then that's back into confusion again. So, so when I answer this, please take this with your own curiosity to go, well, what does it mean to me? So in my experience with gratitude, I used to practice gratitude as a thing to do in order to be okay. 
And if I can do this enough, then I will get happy and have a nice life. And it worked to an extent because it does. All outside in approaches have some degree of success because they are pointing us towards some kind of truth. It's just they're doing it slightly um, working reverse to what the natural system works. So yes, it worked to an extent. And what I've seen with this is that there's a much easier opportunity where, yeah, we recognize gratitude is here already. Like you were just saying, Gary, about um, reintegrating, like it's already integrated really. Gratitude is already here and we're revealing it. We're dropping the lenses that cover over ideas that there isn't already gratitude. And gratitude then becomes just a, a, a welling up, the same as a moment of love, a moment of joy, of awe, of anything. But it's spontaneous. It's in the moment. And then it gets expressed, whether it's with the person in front of us or with the sunrise we're seeing, a beautiful sunrise this morning. It doesn't matter what the thing is, but gratitude's happening. And then we express it in the moment with whatever's going on. So... Yeah, I, so I see there's, there's, a, there's a level of, of benefit of doing it outside in. I will practice gratitude in order to be okay, but there's a much easier way, which is to recognise you are it already. And yeah, then it seems to show up more easily too and more effortlessly. That's beautiful. It really resonates with me actually as well because I remember when I used to do um, this whole, whole, like the whole breathing thing. I think, I think it's brilliant. Like literally, you know, doing the whole breath work thing really does help. Yeah. Yeah, I found it, it does help for slowing down the brain, slowing down the thinking. But in and of itself, it's not the cause. Yeah, what it's actually yeah, doing yeah. is helping create the space for you to settle back into what you already are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I see gratitude as the same thing. I see reading as the same thing. I see running as the same thing. All of these actions yeah. are great if they can provide the space for you, but they're not necessarily causing you to do anything. Yeah. And then back to that, like everything becoming available thing, the thing that I've seen is that then any of these activities can come into experience in the moment for when they're wanted. So rather than it just being, oh, no, 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 my practice is to do X, Y and Z and I have to do those things. It's now that space that says, oh, today I feel like going for a walk. Oh, today I feel like carrying on doing my work. Oh, today I feel like going to yoga. It's it's like it doesn't become oh my goodness, but I must do these three things. Like you and I talked about that years, when we both did meditation, didn't we, before this yeah, work? Yeah. And it became, meditation became part of the suffering because it was like, oh my goodness, but if I don't do the meditation, then what will happen? And I'll turn into some horrible evil monster again. And so, yeah, that, that's my words, obviously, that you were never an evil, horrible monster. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's like any practice, <laughs> like any belief can be held onto you as a lifeline, as a as a confusion of I'll be okay when, when the okayness is already here, and mm -hmm. yeah, it's the confusion of the mind that's that's saying we need something to be okay. And I just thanks for the question, Heather. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And I just I'm just grinning, and I'm grinning because you've got two amazing humans at least joining us actively in this chat today. You here, Helen, and that's thirty minutes, right? And you go. The number of meetings I've been in in the workplace where from minute five you're staring at your watch going, when is this going to end? <laughs> right? Genuinely. Like, we're into 30 minutes and we could probably be here for another two and a half hours without it even being a blink of an eye. And yeah. that, that to me is what's open to us. When yeah. you come into a space as we're all sharing right now, 
no judgment, no no need for anything to be an outcome of it, no particular set plan or budget. Like this is what just comes out. Mm, mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, the integration word, you know, is coming up again. Because because then it's like, so knowing this space, we can also bring in plans and budgets, but it's having them in the in the right order. So we've had like plans and budgets as primary. We've got to get them right to be okay. And then, yeah, then I'll feel nice. Then I'll feel good. And this work is always flipping that going, no, 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 we recognize we're okay first. And then, yeah, if we decide to do some planning and budgeting, cool, that might be really useful. It's not gonna, it's not gonna secure us. It's not gonna save our lives. It's not gonna give us happiness or well-being. But yeah, that really makes sense in a business to do some planning and budgeting. What a mic drop. What a beautiful way to frame. Boop. There we go. I love that so much. I've got to give you the last word. Um, well, actually, let me just do a couple of little shares from Frank. Got to love Frank. Helen is so rock and roll. Who needs a plan? I love that. Have you ever been called rock and roll before, Helen? <laughs> it's a new Frank. Thank you. There you go. That's what integration does to you. That's, that's what integration does. So last word to you. Any further invitations? Like you spoke about your community um, that you're working on. Yeah. Um, you know, anything else you want to share or any other sort of if anything else that's coming up for Helen that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah. So I guess if people are, like you said before, even the sliver of interest in this stuff, because I, I suppose although we are on similar tracks, we said this the other day, you, you're so brilliant at you're doing that from within the industry, from within business. My thing seems to be to be really deeply into this exploration of who we are and what our experience is all about. So different things will resonate for different people at different times but if anybody's interested in what I'm up to then yes this Friday we've got in the community um speaking up authentically so if you go onto patreon.com and search Helen Amory you'll find my um my patreon page there and you can subscribe as any level of membership to get access to that call on Friday if that's the kind of thing that's happening for you perhaps not feeling like you're sharing your voice or um there are people who look too scary to speak up with or um yeah you need courage to to say what you think to all of those kinds of experiences um that's what we'll be talking to on friday um and also as another intro thing we we do a book group all the time um within wild fig now so we've we're into book group three in the new year so if you're interested in that then keep your eyes peeled um maybe sign up to my newsletter actually and then um you'll know the latest of what's coming and what's available. Amazing. As you can see, running across the bottom of the screen, wildfigsolutions.co.uk. And we've also, oh, that's lovely. We've got Colin as well. Hello, Colin. Oh, hi, Colin. Thank you for coming. Thanks for popping along, Colin. And yeah, thanks, Frank, Colin, Heather, anyone else that watches this, has been watching or watches this back. Yeah. Do, do connect with Helen. Um, of course, I love to connect with you as well, but this is all about amplifying other people. This is all about Helen Amory today. Like I say, thank you, Helen, from honestly, genuine appreciation. Like you are one of the few that's seen me go from batshit crazy to like slightly less crazy in the last <laughs> six years. So um, I appreciate you for that. <laughs> I appreciate you too, Gary. Thanks so much for having me on. Take care. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us in that recent exploration. We hope you gained some value and we'd love to learn from you what you took away, what maybe challenged you, what new ideas that you have. Please do share this on your social media platforms if you feel moved. And you can find out more about Hexo Change at hexochangenow.com. 
where you can subscribe for the weekly or bi-weekly updates, where I'll update you with regard to in-person events, blogs, blogs, service offerings, and other thoughts and ideas that come to mind. Hope to see you around.